Welcome to a Radio 191 FM podcast. And uh, we're very, very stoked right now to have Harper Finn on with us. He's on the phone. How are you, Harper? Hello? Hey, sorry there, Harper. I uh, pressed the sorry. wrong button, but uh, don't worry about the production right. value of this show. Uh, it's very, very high. How are you going, Harper? <laughs> I'm going good. How are you guys going? Excellent, bro. Nice Excellent. Thank yeah. you. Um, we're looking forward to your upcoming tour in May. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it too. Absolutely. So this is going to be your first uh, tour down south, isn't it? Uh, it is, yes. Under my own name, this is the first time I've played in Dunedin, so even more reason to be excited. I've been to Dunedin in a couple of years as well, so it's sort of, you know, two birds, one stone. Excellent. What What do you last remember of Dunedin? What was it like when you were last here? Um, well, I came down, I went to a street party because a lot of my friends studied down there, so I think I went to one of the street parties. I think it might have been Agnew Street Party, and it was I think it was about three degrees. <laughs> Uh, fond, fond memories nonetheless, though. And, I mean, I've played gigs. I've played gigs at Refuel and stuff down there. So it's sort of, you know, I've, I've got lots of fond memories of playing music and just visiting down there. So, you know, can't e- wait to be back. Excellent stuff. I hate to break your, break the news to you, but uh, Refuel is no yeah. longer. It's now under the name U-Bar uh, as of uh, 2019. Right. Okay. Well, that shows you how long it's been. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent Absolutely, stuff. Yeah. Uh, now, you're touring yeah. with uh, LA Woman. Uh, have you done much yeah. stuff with them before? Uh, we haven't toured. I mean, we're just we're good friends, and we've been to each other's shows. Um, and we'd always talked about, you know, doing some kind of uh, a show together. And then sort of, you know, the idea of a tour sort of came up. And you know, I, I'm very excited because I sort of feel like, you know, with myself and them on the lineup, it's quite a complete musical uh, musical night. There's sort of something there for everyone. Yeah, no, yeah, there's not a not a bad one there, Harper. Um, and then you've also with the tour, you've got a new single out as well, pretty recently, the uh, Dance Away these days I've had a week yeah. listen to it before absolute bop I've just I've used oh, my bop you. quota more than we only let Alex <laughs> use the word bop once a once a once a show and he's, yeah. he's used it on your yeah, single so it's a high accolade so could you so could you tell us a little bit more yeah. about that single what was the inspiration behind it that sort of thing uh, yeah, so that's a song. I actually wrote that song, contrary to the popular belief. It's not actually, you know, dance away these days. I didn't write it during lockdown or anything like that. I actually wrote it just before. So it almost took on a new meaning uh, when, you know, when the rest of the world turned upside down. So, but, you know, the idea of the song, at least, was just to kind of, uh, I think, for me to turn, you know, a negative period of my life into something that could be fairly positive. I mean, you know, venting that frustration into dancing, into singing, into just moving your body. I mean, the song is really fast, so I definitely felt like it was one of those songs that you can kind of just lose your mind to and, and get pretty crazy to. So I think it was, it was definitely that kind of uh, song for me, at least, to sort of, you know, just have something that you could throw, you know, thrash your head back and forth. Absolutely. You know? And it, it makes you yeah. want to dance when you listen to it. The video on YouTube looks so much fun as well. I was looking oh, at yeah. it uh, earlier uh, in the week. And I was looking at the comments and I was thinking, do you, as, as a, a, a person of the younger generation growing up, yeah. do, you, do you ever look at the comments and get down? Or as someone who's sort of been raised by that social media generation, do you know to not take everything on the screen, on the comments at face value? That's a good question. Um, I mean, a bit of both. I mean, you know, I think we're definitely of that generation that it's pretty much impossible for us not to. We're just too curious. I think, you know, we're all obsessed with with online comments and what people say I think it's sort of just now it's sort of ingrained in us mm. but at the same time I think with that becomes there comes a sort of resilience to sort of any negativity because you know a lot of the time you know it's kind of funny you can kind yeah. of I, I mean that's the best way for me to sort of spin it it's just sort of you turn it around and go man they really went out of their way to leave <laughs> some comment and you know the comment just sitting there with no likes no replies yeah 
Because this person, this is their, this is their statement out in the world, and you kind of you find it fun, kind of funny. I mean, it's one of those things. If you believe the good ones, you believe the bad ones. So exactly. Kind of have to yeah. Have a, very, a fairly, a fairly neutral standpoint on all the comments. I mean, you know, not to say I'm, I'm, I'm reading them all the time. But, you know, <laughs> time to time. If you need a you know a bit of entertainment, it's, it's always fun to have a little scroll. <laughs> and, and it's not to say there's any bad ones on the YouTube video either. I just thought about oh, it because yeah. I mean I, I oh, no, release I YouTube videos that get like five views, and someone would yeah. comment like this sucks and it really cuts deep. But oh, God, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's almost like a reverse form of flattery, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you've got five hundred seventy thousand views in this video. Who's yeah. who's yeah. James from I don't know like Clinton just going this sucks what are you doing James yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah oh, excellent yeah. stuff um, um, Alex yeah. no please oh, no. <laughs> uh, no so just uh, if we just backtrack a bit there Harper as well you were mentioning before sure. about the lockdown and how the song took on a different uh, different form of what it was originally supposed to be do you feel like yes that lockdown was uh, more of a, was a bit of an eye-opener for like new creative processes or was it more of a hindrance? Uh, it, it was it's definitely an eye-opener but it took a while for it to sort of end up being like that. I think, you know, for the first month or two as most musicians would agree it was sort of, you know, well, like anyone really, like, you know, the way we were working before had to completely change and now, you know, nowadays, you know, it, it's all just over Zoom. Like, I mean, I, I basically exclusively write songs for people over Zoom or FaceTime and it's, it's, it's strange because it's sort of you you stripped back to just like you know you and i right now could write a song over the phone like you, you <laughs> see you you see how little you need i mean obviously you can never take away the experience of being in the room with somebody writing a song but you know at the end of the day as long as i can hear your voice you can hear mine we could you know get on a couple of guitars and, and just go back and forth and we could basically write a song it'd be, it'd be fairly rudimentary but it's still yeah. like you know yeah. it kind of shows you how little you really need when technology comes into play so it's, it's sort of i think that in that respect the whole world of songwriting has changed forever because i think you know more people would be inclined to stay home and just call somebody up or have a facetime and write a song in that way absolutely i think you'd definitely be carrying yeah. uh that that creative process there if we did follow through with this song <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. it was an offer of collaboration <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah. um, oh that's brilliant so you've been playing music for so so long um is there anything that you miss about the earlier days of gigging or back when you are playing in an eight-piece hip-hop band? Yeah, well, I miss the camaraderie of it all. I mean, you know, there's nothing like eight people. I mean, when we the last time we played the Dunedin, we flew, we flew to Christchurch and then drove down from Christchurch into Dunedin. It's just some of that. It's like, you know, that kind of, like I said, camaraderie of traveling with your best mates around the country and just all the in-between stuff, you know, the lead-up to the show, going to the BP station and grabbing a pie <laughs> at 2 a.m. and then picking the up a box pie. of like, it's, all these, it's all those little things that just sort of add to the... It's like an adventure, really. You know, I, I miss those I miss those days a lot. And, you know, like I was saying at the start of the interview, like, you know, Dunedin was really a place for, for Lakes and myself that we really felt was home yeah. away from Auckland. You know, we sort of had our best gigs down there and... You know, I was just reminded the other day of, of, of a show we played down there, and it's, you know, it's like six years ago now, so it feels like it's, it's, it's distant now. It's sort of, it's a little mm. bit sad, but, you know, again, why I'm so excited to be down there playing another show, it really feels like, for me, outside of Auckland, Dunedin is my favourite place to play. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Hey, can I just say, um, Harper, you were an excellent interviewer. You you go with the extra oh. mile with every, yeah. every oh, answer. <laughs> um, going <laughs> back to, to memor- uh, or thinking back on gigs you've done, what are yeah. some of the gigs that stand out to you in the past? I know you played Rhythm and Vines recently. That must have been incredible. But, incredible. but yes. what really oh, stands yeah. out in the past? 
Um, well, I mean, you know, I played a show in Sydney before. That was pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, first time I'd ever been offshore, you know, in a different country playing, you know, playing with my band. It was kind of that moment we all looked at each other and go, I can't believe we're in <laughs> Sydney, you know. That yeah. was a very pinch myself moment. But, you know, shows like, you know, playing, I played a, a show down the flat in Dunedin called The Slug House. That was pretty surreal. I felt like, you know, <laughs> one, of those, one of those gigs where you just felt like a bit of a time warp because, you know, nowhere else in New Zealand or even around the world can you play in a house to 200 yeah. people and it felt like you know it felt like the 70s or something where you know it was very just thrown together pillows on windows and <laughs> keep the sound in it just it was one of those like really authentic musical experiences where like you know that's a gig I will literally talk about for the rest of my life because I don't think I'll ever play one like it yeah again. I kind of yeah. love that about Dunedin how it is sort of and it's, sometimes it's not the best but like it is a little bit stuck in the 90s it's almost when you come <laughs> yeah. down here like when I come back here from being away for a bit there's like a filter like a really yeah, <laughs> sort 100%. of 90s filter everything looks like it's on film yeah. <laughs> 100% it's like there's, there's a grunge to it which I yeah. think is really like you know that's where like real authentic kind of music it comes out of it and you know I think gigging wise like you know you definitely you know it's that one place you know, it's you know obviously the furthest south city that I'm going to play at so it's like you know just even the air in Dunedin I don't know it just it, it oh, brings yeah. in this feeling with us where we just sort of <laughs> You know, we, we take on this whole new life as a band and it, it just kind of really brings out the best in us. So I can't, you know, we're really, really looking forward. I mean, my, my bass player hasn't, he's never been to Dunedin as well. So oh my I'm God. Sure I heard that. He's like, I've never even been, he's, he's a really avid skate skater. So he's sort of, you know, looking for some skate spots down in Dunedin. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we're both very, very excited. Nice. And, uh, and hopefully you'll, uh, that um, same, I guess you could call it, Oti Poti Mana for the <laughs> yeah. for that music will um will be here in the air as well when you're down on May seventh. Yeah. Uh yeah. down with May LA 7th. Woman. Uh, it's yeah. very, very yeah. cool. Second uh, second day of the tour. Second yeah. Yeah. So second day, Christchurch and then we're going down to Dunham, so it's a back to back. Oh looking forward to it. Very nice, very cool. Yeah. And um yeah, uh, just quickly as well, Harper, while we've still got you on the line here. So you've got yeah, the tour, cool. obviously that's the big one that's coming up and you've been releasing music throughout this year as well. Uh yeah. what else is on the horizon? Um, uh, not just music wise, um, but you know, personal as well. Personal fulfillment. <laughs> what's good. What, yeah, what's per going on? Personal wise, oh god. I mean, if you want, um, personal wise, we're about to move out of my flat. Oh, good luck. About good that. luck. Uh, <laughs> make know, sure your flatmates help clean. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We just had a flat inspection today, so it was. Uh, you know, the place is looking as good as it's ever looked. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's sort of you know that's sort of the unmusic related stuff, which is a bit sad. But you know, I think you know all that will hopefully inspire some some new music. I think you know I'm one of those people that. You know anything I can. I find anything inspiring, really, if you if you if you kind of give it the chance. So, you know, on top of new music and this tour, I think you know it's sort of trying to stay in New Zealand and, and make the most of, of the freedoms we have here, and, and um, you know, do some more shows. I mean, you know, I I, I don't think this will be the last time I play in Dunedin, so you know, obviously this will be the first the first of many. I hope. Excellent stuff. Yeah. Well, Sydney. thank yeah. you so much for coming on and talking to us. Uh, really, really no appreciate worries. Harper, and looking no forward worries. to seeing you on the seventh of May at Starters Bar. It's going to be a hoot. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. See you guys there. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, we're giving away tickets to Voyager later on the show, or Voyagers. Yeah. Uh, it's just out on the movies. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't. I have heard about it, but I haven't seen it. Okay. I want to. Yeah, well, the, we'll use that. We'll use that as uh, um, as, as, as leverage. Harper Finn wants Perfect. to see it. <laughs> Be like Harper. Yeah, beat, beat him to it. <laughs> hey, uh, we're just going like to play... Absolutely. absolutely. Oh, thank, you've been an excellent guest. We really, really appreciate it. Oh, Legend. No uh, good so luck much. with the moving out of the flat. And uh, here is you. your song, Harper Finn, Dance Away These Ds. Thank you so much, Harper. Thank you. No worries. Thank you. See ya. See ya. That's right. That was Harper Finn. If you, wanna, if you missed that, it'll be podcasted shortly. But here is Dance Away These Days 
on Radio 1, the Cosmic Thursday Drive. I'm Dave. I'm Alex. And you're listening to The Tide. <laughs> <laughs> to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.